everyone, and welcome back to Fuam. I'm your host, Johnny Drama, and with me, as always, Ian Lozano. Ian, how's it going? Well, very good. How are you doing, everybody? Everybody responded. They said <laughs> phenomenal. All right. And Jesse, the Consopolis. Let's see if we can give him another try. Jesse, say hi to the fans. Hi to the fans. Yeah, yeah same old, same old, same old. All right. Here. Got a great show for you today. We're going to talk a little bit about the PlayStation Showcase. Some great things came out. Um, after, we're going to be joined by a special guest. Ooh, golf clap. Petite Pika is going to join us. She has some uh, slight insights. I don't want to say full insights because we can't get her into any kind of trouble. But she used to work at PlayStation itself, the big PlayStation. She's a big Twitch streamer right now. We're going to get her on, ask her some questions, see if she'll divulge a little information, see what we can get out of there. Um, <laughs> hopefully it's fun uh, for her anyway. I know for us it's going to be great. Yeah. But <laughs> hopefully she has a blast. Jeez. Who knows? And if not, then we'll see. If maybe I can fake it somehow. We'll, we'll figure it out. I mean, <laughs> who knows, right? Yeah. I know we, we've talked gaming a little while back. Uh, we're going we're gonna to try and touch on it a little bit. We don't probably won't deep dive into these, just... These look like some fun games that we want to go into. Um, big releases coming up. Uh, the number one, uh, Marvel to Marvel, is going to be Spidey. Spider-Man. Spider-Man it, it, is it just two? Is it? That's what they're calling Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. Yeah. two. Spider-Man 2? Which kind of helps given that it's Peter Parker and Miles Morales. Oh, is it like a little nod saying it's not Spider-Man the second one, it's Spider-Man. It's not just one, it's two. Two. Yes. Two. Which I'm so hoping you get to co-op or you get to pick your spider or you have like separate missions between both. I think that's going to be so cool. The yeah. first two games, phenomenal. Yes. I never played the Miles Morales. Uh, it's, better. it's better. It's better than the original. It is better gameplay. Oh. So I was I will say this: if I could play the Spider-Man game original as Miles Morales, mm-hmm. it'd be so much more fun. Hmm. Uh, I said this before that Spider-Man has better villains than My- Miles Morales does. Yes. Peter Parker has better villains. So that was the hardest part on me with Miles, Miles Morales was you're fighting the Prowler and you're fighting your best friend. And like, it, it's kind of hard to get into a Wait, game. His, his, I'm sorry. I, I actually don't know much about his villains. Exactly. Uh, yeah. That's, so who, who's his friend that uh, you're fighting? The Tinkerer is what they called her. Oh, oh, that guy? Yes. But they changed it to a girl. Oh, okay. Mm. Is what, is what they called yeah. her. Um, but the Prowler is his uncle. We yeah, saw that like in that. Spider-Man I and the Spider-Verse. It's mm-hmm. the uncle. Always the poor uncle. Um, and so that's what I'm saying. They're, they're, un, they're not rememberable. Like, you don't remember them at all. Like, I played the game. I played the game three times, and I can't tell you who the other villains are. Tombstone is one of them. Tombstone is one of them. He's an underground mob boss. Exactly. The faces they're getting right now, you're not seeing it, people. <laughs> they're very These faces are very You're, confused. I like obscure secondary villains for Spider-Man, I guess. They just... Shoved him forward to be with Miles? I don't even know. Uh, I will say in Miles Morales, you fight Vulture as a simulation. Peter mm-hmm. Parker set it up and you fight Vulture and like a little side quest kind of thing. But the game itself, the gameplay, phenomenal. Oh, and then... Um, uh, God, what's his name? Chang. Is it Chang? Oh, now you're talking about uh, the guy that has the dark matter? Yes. Oh, the... What's his name? Void? Oh, what's his name? No, what's his name? Dang no. Hold on. You're going to Negative matter up. or something like that? Negative man? Mr. Negative. Yeah, Mr. Negative. Mr. Negative. So, like, some, that's a big, big villain, and I completely forgot about him. Like, yeah. that's tough. Like, the, the Spider-Man, Miles Morales villains are tough if you're not... I mean, I didn't grow up on it. I grew on... Yeah, up that, on makes, yeah. that makes sense because Peter Parker is still... 
he's a leading Spider-Man in, in the universe, and then you know Miles came up after, and he kind of gets second pickings on villains. So I don't know what they're going to do in this game coming up, but the combination of them is going to be fun. Um, I'm pretty sure we're going to see some more of Spider-Man's classic villains. Mm-hmm. But now we'll get to play as Miles, which which I think is what a lot of people wanted. Yes. But the gameplay, the visuals, oh my God, you ever just been to the top of the Eiffel Tower and just stared down at New York City? Because it's open world, right? Yeah, it's open world. It's phenomenal. Open Beautiful. New York. New York. Be awesome. Beautiful. If you have not played this game, go play it. These games are, are very well done. Well, from the trailer, Definitely. it looks like we're at least getting uh, Venom and um, some other unnamed character that they've been fighting for. Uh, a lot of henchmen. It looks like um, Electro is probably going to be a big one in here, if I'm seeing that right. And some variation of Green Goblin I saw, too. A lot of people think the voice is, uh, what's his name? guy's name? Craven. Uh, Craven the Hunter? Yes. Oh, that, that does sound because it's a heavy, heavy uh, Russian accent. We did, it wasn't, wasn't Venom's voice, that's for sure. No, no. And we did see at the end of Spider-Man that Harry Osborn is sick with uh, the Venom virus. Oh, okay. Mm. That's what it looked like at the end. So, so Harry is Venom. I don't know if they're going to go that route or if he's going to be, if the Venom's going to get away from Harry and now Harry becomes the Goblin. Uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like because or or uh, Norman Osborn becomes the Goblin. I mean, we don't know. And how did Miles end? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> like nothing happened at the end of Miles that was like, I mean, he's. Well, he met up with Spider-Man there, right? No, Spider-Man was out of town on vacation with... Uh, of course he was. With MJ. <laughs> like, that's why... That's the whole storyline is tag in. that, that Spider-Man on is, is on vacation and yeah. he's like, Miles, take over, bro. Oh, wow. And so Miles is big in Harlem. And so the whole storyline is like, that's not my Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> that was what they were... What? Yeah, it was real dumb. Oh, my and God. then uh, at the end of it, they finally start including Miles in the Spider-Man talks, right? And so that, that was the big thing. Wow. Yeah. I, I do love how... Spider-Man is one of the, the iconic New York characters, and they each have their own certain section of New York yeah. to take care of. And they like, don't help each other out. No, they don't at all. They're, they're <laughs> like, oh, that part, oh, that's that's the guy's, that guy's problem. Like, Daredevil has Hell's Kitchen, right? Yes. <laughs> and I guess uh, Peter Parker has the Upper East Side. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, we got a long time until it's released. Uh, actually, do we? Yes, we have. It uh, looks like the, it's not coming out anytime soon. It has a release date of about 2023 sometime. Which is crazy that they would release this at the PlayStation reveal. Yes. Well, they're trying to push the PlayStation yeah. 5 releases. Because yeah, there's exclusives. no games on the PlayStation 5. No. And um, they call them exclusives, but yeah, <laughs> most not. of them are on PC, thankfully. But Sony made them. That's why they're exclusive. Yes. On to ah, what I think is the second biggest, maybe tied for first, maybe third place, because there's one more that I think is even better than both of these. Mm. But let's talk about this one. God of War Ragnarok. Ragnarok. I've been a God of War fan since the (laughs) very beginning (laughs) when he meets Aphrodite. Okay? (laughs) Yes. For all you young cats, go play those games and you'll find out. Yeah, Yeah, there it is. That's where you square, 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 (laughs) circle, square, and twist. Oh, Oh, there it was. Yep, that was a good game. I forgot how... how GTA, the, the God of War <laughs> games used to they be. Went not, they went ham back they in the went, day yeah, on, on the blood much. and sexual stuff. Mm. It was crazy. Ian, did you ever play the God of War? I have not played God of War. Oh, Any of the man. At all. Total, I mean, sla- uh, hack em, slack em, I'm slash em, hack, hack and slash games. Hack and slash games. Very uh, linear you know, progressions and you know, button button uh, 
Button mashing. That's button mashing. Really no, there's mm-hmm. like button prompts, I should say. Sorry. And the transition from God of War 1 to Resurgence, the, the Wii games, the <laughs> yes. PSP games. The PS Wii. Vita games. All, yeah. all of the random stuff they had yes. to God of War now. They're two different games and I'm still so in love. Yes. Like, How does the game work on the Wii? <laughs> The sin- I, don't, I have no idea. I've never played it on the Wii. <laughs> I don't think it was on the Wii, no. It's, it's it always been on PlayStation. Wii, it's actually but, just now starting to come out on PlayStation. They're releasing it. Um, it's a PS, PS4 re- uh, remastered version on, P- on PC, which I'm going to love. But honestly, this game is so much better. It The the, the gameplay, the storyline, yes. the visuals. I know I can't compare to like 2005 no, yes. oh, visuals. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. it, it, even it, then, yeah, they were, they were very well done. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And he jumping into the storyline, it seems to finish uh it looks I want to say about 3 years later. Uh after the first God of War, we see that uh Atreus is still a little shitheaded at some points. Um but you know, he he does his job. Uh <laughs> he, he wants to know what's going on, why his mother sent him where they sent him and Kratos is like, you don't know what your mom wanted. Like, it's just, it's the father-son battle is real. Well, hopefully we see a lot more in terms of storyline to kind of answer the question of, of why this this boy is in some kind of connection to Loki. His name is Loki. His name is, his actual name is Loki. Yes, and we see a nod to that in the very beginning of the trailer. We see him walking up and he's carrying a deer, but... As a silhouette, you see the horns oh, on his head, horns. and you see like kind of a little nod to maybe Marvel's Loki yes. helmet, right? Well, and so yeah. the, the the little nod reveal is is real good. Uh, it, it's that Thor. Yes, yes, we will see a, a non Marvel version of Thor. Actually, the original they're going very close to the original Norse mythology on, on Thor. He is a big ginger dude. Beer belly galore. Yes. So fat, fat Thor. <laughs> that's really <laughs> what it that's is. That's what I call him, but he's actually so big because he's so powerful. Fat it is just, power. It just went to his stomach. He's, he's fat gum, <laughs> basically. Yeah. And that that's how we ended the, the, the first Ragnarok, or the first God of War, is Thor goes down and finally is uh, Odin sent him down mm-hmm. and is like, go take care of this mortal, right? Or this whatever he is. And... That's how it ends. The little cliffhanger in God of War, the mm-hmm. original, in the first one, and then now we're like, okay, shit's gonna get real in the second one, right? So I'm guessing this is gonna be a trilogy like God of War one, two, and three, right? Yes. So you won't see Odin until the third one. Mm-hmm. So I think Thor is gonna be the big bad, and um, uh, the witch is gonna be the big bad. The one he, uh, Kratos killed her son, uh, Boromir. Boromir, he killed Boromir. I've heard that name before. What is that? Yes. Uh, isn't that Odin's father? It's not Boromir. One of his sons, sorry. The Norse mythology is a lot of... Yeah, it's one forth. of his sons. He killed one... It's it's not one of his sons. It's one of his, like, lesser demigods, I guess you would call oh. them. Um, <laughs> this could be way off, Chad. I have no idea. <laughs> the photo. No, there's, there's really no way to keep it all together because Norse mythology is all over the place, especially since we're going from Greek into Norse and, and seeing how they kind of picked off where the other left off, basically, and, and into a world where no gods exist at all. Well, I do know that Kratos pissed off that lady and because he killed her son, yeah. who was invincible throughout the first game. He oh. was indestructible. They always are until they meet Kratos. He, he, <laughs> no, he couldn't feel pain. He like couldn't be destroyed. Kratos oh. got his ass kicked. 
Okay. Um, until the 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 spell was was lifted. Oh, okay. Uh, they lifted the spell and then he killed him and then she got pissed and engulfed a giant and tried to kill Kratos and it didn't pan out. Like you do. Uh, and she survives, of course. So now I think she's going to be one of the big bads in this God of War Ragnarok. So. What exactly is Kratos? Is he he God? Is he demigod? He, he originally know. started as a Spartan. Yes. And one of uh, the God of War's, uh, or Greek God of War's um, favorites, uh, Ares' favorites. Uh, he did all his dirty work, basically. Hmm. And uh, But Ares fucked up by tricking him into killing his uh, wife and child. So that's when he declared war on the God of War. <laughs> oh, nice. And from there, he actually, you know, Spoilers if you haven't. I don't know if you want to know this actually in or not. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm down to hear it <laughs> all. At the end of the first game, he actually ends up killing uh, Ares and becoming the god of war. Oh, really? Zeus makes him the god of war yes. in Ares. Oh, so it was like a transfer of power pretty yes. much? Yes. A little transfer of power. And then and, um, from there, he, he kind of goes to the whole pantheon of gods and kills all of them. <laughs> And at wow. least in the Greek mythology. Yeah, he's, he's done with the Greeks. He had his way with all of them. And, yes. And even the Titans. Yeah, kills uh, Gaia and gets with him to try and take down. Uh, yeah, she, he partners with Gaia and the Titans. So, so it's like a, it's not really a you know a tight partnership, but they go together <laughs> to try to kill off the Olympians mm. and uh, Zeus. And so Gaia's like, "Screw you! I'm gonna kill Zeus." And Kratos is like, "Nah, bro, that was, was like mine. my yeah. big thing. Let me kill Zeus." And so he I ends up. Dibs. Killing Gaia. Yeah. <laughs> and then he makes his way up to Zeus and then destroys him bloodily. All blood is that even a word? Bloody. Kratos made it bloodily all over the screen. Like yeah. it's just mash X, circle, X, circle, swish, shing. Like it's just <laughs> kill, kill, kill on yes. on Zeus. And it's just all over the place. Uh, and, and then he disappears, meets a woman. Yeah, apparently he went north. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he went to... Um, As you do. Yeah. And he found a whole other... That was his Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he, uh, he basically pulled a Dexter, went into the woods, but now he's killing again, you know? Well, because they came after him. He's passive now. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as passive as you can be for yeah. Kratos. Uh, it's going to be a good storyline. The, the, the game still looks amazing. The gameplay looks like we're adding some new features. Looks like the, the shield is going to be uh, interchangeable now. Uh, we see that um, he has some new abilities, like maybe some grappling stuff that he didn't have before. I'm hoping we can jump in this one. You couldn't jump oh, in the last really? one. Yeah. Like, what oh. the hell? So that was the big thing in the first uh, God of Wars was you could jump fly. You had wings yes. that you had ripped off from the, one of the, the gods. Wings of Icarus. And you could you could fly and you could jump and glide. And this one, there there's none of that. You can't jump at all. You just fall. Well, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm wondering if there's going to be a jump, but we see some of that stuff in here. We see that he he throws his blades and connects with some stuff and grapples to him, which the, was the old school God of War. Yeah, the old school God of War. So we'll see what they what they give us. And the first one they gave us the the Blades of Chaos, which we didn't know we were gonna get in that first game. Right. We thought we were just gonna get the Leviathan Axe, right? Mm -hmm. And so midway through the game, spoilers again, you uncover the Blades of Chaos. He brings them out from underneath his house and now you have the blades and the axe, which is fire and ice. Which was, I mean, you had to fight uh, beasts that were fire, beasts that were ice, beasts that were ice, and try to figure out which weapon is best for it. Right? And the Blaze of Chaos are the, his main weapon from the original three games. Mm. And it's it's not as crazy gameplay as it used to be, but I mean, it's just the action and fighting in this game are so, so beautiful to watch. And 
it just looks like we're going to get a lot more from from this game. Yeah, it looks pretty visually stunning. Like just I can imagine the actually like being in the fight, running around, taking care or taking on all these like villains and uh, well, guess, are they really villains? What would you call them? There's like antagonists, I guess. Uh, Major antagonists. Yeah, 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 just depending on your point of view, yeah. I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, to be fair, they've always messed with him first. So yes. <laughs> I think he's in, the, he's in the right in this one. And then we, the only god that we see that he may interact with now is Tyr. Which is the Norse god of war. Yes. They're their version of the god of war. So. Oh, there's other versions of. Yeah. Gods. Oh, yeah. The each, oh, yeah. each pantheon of gods has their own version of something. Oh. So he's the, the Norse Ares, if you will. Yes. Mm. Um, and he's giant. We see him stand up in the trailer and it's gargantuan huge. And even for Kratos, who's probably like six, seven, six, five, something mm -hmm. along those lines. That'd be nice. He just <laughs> towers over him. Ah, yeah. There's a horn to saw it. So it, it's going to be a good game. Um, this one, I think, is coming out sooner than Yes, this than one actually Miles. has a tentative date uh, still in 2022. Well, that's good. Uh, I've been waiting for God of War for a while. Uh, I never gave up on the other one. I've actually, I play it periodically, randomly. I'll yeah. go back and play it. So good. When did the last one come out? <sighs> Ian, why do you got to ask me these questions? <laughs> <laughs> I say about two, two or three years ago. I want to say it was like four or five. No way. Yes. Because it was, it was at the beginning or the towards the end of PS4 reign. Um, 2018. Yeah. Oh, three years. 18, ago? 19, 20, 21. Okay, four. four. I just said that. Okay. Four or five. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> give me a give me a hand in the chat to slap Jesse. Oh, what the fuck? Give me <laughs> <laughs> So uh I, I can't wait for this game again. It, just play it for the visuals if you don't nothing else. I think it's that's gorgeous. Where they, they kind of counter um the lack of certain things. They 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 put in the story and the uh, the visual aspects of it and that kind of makes up for lack of mobility in a lot of things <laughs> i would say so it looks like they're trying to make up for that he's going a yes. lot faster than he was before because it was kind of slow actually, yeah, jumping yeah. um that was a jump attack off of a ledge i don't know if it's going to be actual jumping we uh. still haven't seen any of that well yet. he's older now he can't really jump fingers so. crossed yeah bad knees bad <laughs> knees that, that catches he's up been, with you he's even been for a demigod falling Ooh. for years especially Fire that chains? one time he fell to tartarus stringer. yeah those are the blades of chaos Oh. Yeah, they're nuts. Yes, so they're, they're on chains and they, they're wrapped around his arms and everything. Okay, the game of all games now, this is my opinion, ladies and gentlemen, it was not in the PlayStation-like showcase. It was shown previously. But I'm going to bring it up anyway because I can. <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn, Forbidden West. I think it's just Horizon. Golf clap! West. Okay. Oh! So, 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 so good. I think he likes it. My favorite game of all time. <laughs> Anybody who says a female-led game base cannot work. One, you never played Tomb Raider. And two... Or Metroid. Has not played this. Well, Metroid was not a girl when they first came out. They released it later okay, that she was a girl. But she's still a girl. <laughs> but anyway, I get what you're saying. But <laughs> they, they hid that because yeah. they didn't think a girl was going to be, you know, And then she whatever. comes out smoking hot in the blue But suit. this game, so good in the original Horizon Dawn. And I am buying everything. Every pre-release, oh, every... God. Like momentum, every... <laughs> I have a, the Funko Pops. I have, I have everything. Mm -hmm. I love this game yeah, and right. what we see in this trailer 
I, I can't wait. I just want to hibernate till it comes out. Just put me to sleep <laughs> and wake me up when it's released. Not when September ends. Wake me up. <laughs> wake me up. Son of a bitch. Wake me up when this game is out. Oh, it's so great. It's so great. I don't even care. I wouldn't even care if it was the same exact gameplay, same weapon, same everything. And I just got a new story. I, I love it. But you do actually see some new mechanics. In it, right? Oh, you do. You see it all. You see it all. She's got new blasters. She's got these sticky bombs. She's got, she can um, parachute down that new stuff oh, all the over the place. Parachute made of light or something. All over the place. Beautiful stuff. I mean, we're jumping in. She's gone. And now she, she, we last see her riding off into the sunset with um, her AI talking to her and learning all the new things, right? So she's heading mm-hmm. west, we're finding out. She's going towards beautiful San Francisco because we see the bridge. What's left of it. What's left of the bridge, right? And I will say this. We're looking at these, 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 this trailer and we're seeing more of actual city living. In the first one, we don't see anything. It's like maybe some ruins of some random buildings that we have no recollection of. Like it's just a, a basic building. In here, we're, we're seeing diners. We're seeing the Golden Gate Bridges. We're seeing stuff that we maybe associate with in our real lives. Mm-hmm. And I think that's phenomenal. Phenomenal where they can go with the storyline. It, it's just so good. And see, I had no idea that it was uh, like on Earth. I guess I I thought it was a like different world and just some fantasy yeah, world with yeah, like mechanical a, animals, yeah. apocalyptic style. Yeah, place. and I I didn't know either that it was on Earth, far in the future. I guess. So when you had mentioned the Golden Gate Bridge, I was like, oh, wow, that was completely different than what I thought it was. Yes, the way you shunned me for not watching Avatar. What? That does not equate, you yes, son of a... Yes, it does. No. Yes, no, it does. It doesn't. This game is on that level. This game is too Ladies new to get that kind of hype. No, 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 no. No. Aloy is... I'm naming my first child. Aloy. <laughs> oh, God damn it. This game is so good. Yeah, I bought a dog for so it. good. The biggest thing that I know everybody is so hype about is you can swim underwater and see it. Oh, that visual of the the snap mall going above her as she's hiding in some some seaweed or whatever swampland. I don't know what it is anymore, but it is so gorgeous. Whose name B-E-A, these creatures? A beautiful. I don't know what these are called, but they have chainsaws for mouths. They're like That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a good time. Unless y'all just went on a date, then it's not. Nice. <laughs> I got God. one question: Is it open world? Yes, so open world. It has to be. If they went from open world in the first game to not open world now, people would flip their shit. It's got to be open world. Now, it's open world in the sense of you still have missions, right? When you get in a mission, it'll tell you if you leave this area, you're leaving this mission, right? It'll tell you that shit. But for the most part, on the map, you can go wherever you want, whenever you want. Like uh, if you have the right power-ups or you have the right capabilities of getting there, you can get there. So you could do, I'm sure this game has like side missions, Yes. So you can travel to wherever to do a side mission. Tons. Mm. It is so good. Kind of like Skyrim, I guess, in a sense. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Better graphics. Yeah, way better. Oh, yeah. Of course, (laughs) way better. Another big thing we saw is pocket sand. She has this, (laughs) she just throws it out, ninja, vanish, right? (laughs) Boom, she can just disappear from all these machines that she's hiding from. And... The, uh, it's just, it's gonna be so fun and I can't wait for it I, I'm here oh for it oh my god dry yourself off no <laughs> Aloy <laughs> give it to me Aloy I love <laughs> it I love 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 
Horizon Zero Dawn. Well, fortunately for you, you won't have to wait much longer. It's coming out February 18th. My birthday! My birthday around Ooh. there. Well, my birthday's February 12th, Just for you. it's yeah. right there. I will move my birthday to February 18th. <laughs> I don't care. Can I legally change my birthday? <laughs> so, so good, so good, so good, so good. I, I can't wait for it. Uh, I'm here for it. Um, a whole pod dedicated to this game. I don't care. I'm down. Let's do it. Oh gosh, she's gonna Let's be in for two hours talking. Do about it. Yeah, it's just gonna be him by himself. Do um, it. You're gonna. They're gonna let me in the game, right? You what? You let me in the first one. Yes, I will give you the first one so you can play it. Right. We're not pirating PlayStation. I promise. <laughs> I'm selling it. Nope. I'm not even. Nope. Uh, he's playing it at my house. There you go. Wow, that's very blue water. Ah, it's gorgeous. Look at it. You can see her. It's chlorinated. Oh, oh I it's wish y'all could see it, Chad. Chlorinated <laughs> ocean. See it. So good. Okay, what's the next one here? Okay, on that, I'm done for the podcast, y'all. <laughs> oh, fuck. You're out of energy now, aren't you, little bastard? You wasted it all. Um, what's next? Okay, there's more, there's more games. Oh, if you want to look, go look at it. <laughs> Ian, you talk about one. Jeez. Oh, uh, I need some water and a cigarette, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what, what else we got. We got a uh, oh, we could talk about Wolverine. Wolverine, yeah, we got a very Wolverine. short trailer for talk that. Talk about giving us nothing but three claws, man. Oh man, well, that was enough to get everybody going. So hype, so hype. What, what, what do you think is going to happen in this game? Was that what, what, what do you have to make? Have we had a Wolverine game like, before? Because they, they had a Wolverine game years ago, really? I believe. But it was kind of in the sense of, uh, what was that shitty Wolverine movie? I know a lot of them were kind of <laughs> origins. <laughs> yeah, origins. Oh. It, was kind of, it was kind of in the sense of that. And it, it looked just like it. What was the play style of? Uh, it was very just bash. Just bash X, pretty much. I might um, see more of that. Or unless they, they can go you know full out, maybe they'll make it more like Spider-Man. Yeah, but it felt very arcade-y. Like, um, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. like hit points and shit, you know? Well, we can speculate all we want. There really was nothing in the yeah. trailer. We just told you the whole trailer. It's literally Klaus. Well, they, again, because he's in the bar. That's his his, uh, his home base. But there was a um, slight it's Easter egg nice. in the corner, uh, a license plate that had the, the miracle value for the original... Uh, comic series or comic issue that had Wolverine versus the Hulk. Ooh, yes. a little bit of a mashup so, there. If they do something like that, that'd be awesome. That'd be cool. Do we know who's voicing anything? Have they said any of that stuff? They haven't Nothing, said anything. Right? No, that, it would be so cool if they got. I doubt it, but it would be so cool if they got Hugh Jackman to voice him. <sighs> I doubt it. Everybody and their mother wants him to come back, and he's like, I know he's retired in Australia or something. I don't know. It's just like it was one of those characters. Like he is Wolverine now. Right, right? now he's bound to musical theater. <laughs> this is the greatest show. Right, <laughs> <laughs> just, just racing the song. No. I'll take it. Yeah. No wrong. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, wrong. I always do that. I just go into wrong fandoms. My bad. My bad. No, it's a good movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. Yes, I saw the soundtrack. Um, but now that's all we saw Wolverine. All right, and so that one itself too is, is like Spider-Man. It's not coming out until 2023. 20, yeah. yeah, so okay. we won't bunch of blue bowling. We aren't going to speculate. Yes. We're going to jump in there a lot. Uh, <laughs> let's go into a new one. Uh, Forspoken. 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 Um, it's a new project by the people who originally did Final Fantasy 15. Okay. And um, it has you know the the classic person from another world brought to a fantasy world to solve their problems because why not. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I have I have a problem with this coming in, right? Um, well, not a problem. I just think it's problem was a very bad word. Uh, cut that out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go into this. He like, said it. No, seriously. He said. Um, so let's start a big controversy as you start out. Um, this this character is literally sitting on a ledge, about to commit suicide. 
Like that's Start supposedly. Deep. No, that's that's really what she was gonna do. They she have her like, sitting on there, and she. I mean, that's what they're they're implying. Her arms were out, weren't they? Like, yeah, she, she jumped. Jump. She jumped, and then they open the portal, and she oh, lands in this new whatever. Yeah. Right? I give you that. So that's a big deal. Like that's huge. You're going Ooh. onto this like taboo. Uh, thing in life where people are like suicide is weakness blah 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 right that's what people think yeah. mm-hmm. but this girl's literally about to commit suicide and now she's a heroine in somebody else's world like are, are they trying to pint at like all you need to do is find your place and you can be a hero kind of thing like that is actually a very it. common trope uh, especially in anime there are so many animes that i've seen where it begins with the character either killing themselves or being killed and ultimately finding themselves in an alternate world where they become powerful or the hero of that world. Is it because they died and now they're in their heaven? Some, it could be that. There's always a lot of that imagery going on. But They kind of had that same thing in uh, anime Mob Psycho where he uh, he was like a very powerful psychic person. But he uh, kind of followed down the dark path of like doing psychic stuff to where when he died, he became even more powerful in uh, like I guess his ghost form. Mm. And he just pretty much like terrorized people. But I mean, to the sense of killing to to committing suicide. Right. And then bringing forward into a uh, a different world. I don't really know like how they would go about that. Well, they're doing it. I mean, it's <laughs> I, I, I believe that she's going to do it and then they're never going to touch on it again. Like it literally, right. was yeah. No, just, it'll it'll pick up wow. uh, you know the actual problems yeah, of this world, and then don't, they won't ever talk about it until maybe the like, end. She looks like she's in Jupiter ascending with those <laughs> shoes, running across boundaries like she's Channing Tatum. She's got big eyebrows. Yeah, like and like any other good game, they have her talking with a disembodied voice that is usually an AI, but this time it's uh, a bracelet that has some kind of magical element to it. That looks like the Ten Rings, but it, it's not. <laughs> kind of does, and they're all on one arm, and uh, she talks to this British voice that's coming out of it that. And um, it's the bracelet that gives her her magical abilities to solve some kind of problem that's going on in this world. Yeah, we're not given much on what exactly it is until the very end. We see the, the big I'm bad. guessing the big bad, yeah. who's wearing you know like a Lady Gaga mask, <laughs> and we we don't know. I mean, the creatures look phenomenal. The gameplay looks pretty good. Um, Assuming this is gameplay, this might just be cinematic because uh, that she does a lot, and if that's how you fight. That gets, can get pretty chaotic, I think. And that's what I worry about in some of these games, like that you have to do certain movements to make magical spells, or is it just a simple X push and you create it? Right. Who knows, right? But this game is coming out in 2022, so we won't have to wait that long for this game. Right. But Spring I, of 2022. I, I just hope it's not a fall off. Like it's a big, they're going to market it like crazy. You buy it and it sucks. Like yeah. it, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's not that. Um, it looks really good. This is another female-led character. Mm-hmm. Um which is our big right now. So, mm-hmm. and I, I hope it hits. I, I really do. I just hope the storyline and gameplay are, are are what it should be and not just a, a play on trying to get a quick buck yeah. from what's happening right now, you know? Right. Because you do see a lot of that too, where like a lot of uh, game companies where they show a trailer, it looks badass, you know, and it looks amazing. But sometimes when you play it, you see really all that it is. It's just Sucks. really cool looking. Yep. Uh, like, no, uh, was it to... Cyber, cyberpunk. Cyber yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that was a disaster. When it came and that out. one had Keanu Reeves. If he couldn't save that game, how do you sell a game before it's finished, <laughs> and then tell people to download the better finished version, but you had to pay for it? Mm-hmm. That is nuts to me. I feel bad oh. for that fandom because they had a lot of following in that yep. cyberpunk. Yeah. Case. I was excited for it, and it just 
before I even got to play it, I just kept hearing bad and horrible reviews. All right. Um, those are the, the big ones for me. I do know that there are a lot of remakes coming out. Yes. Mm, so many. <clears throat> so many remakes. All from um, the PS2 genre. Which seems to be like the golden age, I would think. For right? PlayStation, yeah, I think so. That's pretty. That's when I started playing Pokemon, uh, PlayStation 2. It was like they had so many that just kind of cut your eye visually and storytelling as well. Yeah. yeah. One of the big ones for me when I played was uh, Ratchet and Clank. I know they recently came out. With yeah, the they came out with another Ratchet and Clank as yes, they did. Uh, but th yeah, there's a lot of remasters just in general, I guess you could say. Spyro they did as well. Yeah, did Spyro. Um, to make a quick buck, 40 bucks, and yep. people were like, oh, it's not $80, I'll buy it. <laughs> but the graphics-wise, they, they, I think they just made it more cartoony. Yeah, they changed some stuff. I mean, it looks better, but it looks worse. Maybe it was time. our children's eyes that like made yeah. it look better. Because I remember when I played Mario 64 for the first time, I thought it was real. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my God, look at that like, water move. <laughs> like, I had never seen anything like that before. And we, I remember my parents looking at it and being like, wow. Like, Damn. it was visually stunning, right? Now you go back and look at it and you're like, Ooh, what, what is this? <laughs> yeah. What and in rust. the square <laughs> hexagon? The polygons, helix, yes. polygon. yes. What the? <laughs> so the big remake that's on everybody's lips, I think, is uh, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. Yes. Um, I have never played this game, but I hear it is the greatest Star Wars game ever from Which, players. We're looking at the old gameplay of, of it. Um, it's not the best visually. Um, so I. I Seeing that they're going to completely remake it, and that's not just a remaster of it, um, I'm I'm looking forward to it, so I can actually not cringe when I play it. <laughs> I think they were looking for a way to bring out Darth Raven into the big cinematic universe, trying to make Darth Raven a, a known character, right? Because if you're not a big Star Wars fan, yeah. you don't know who Darth Raven is. Mm. Um, you have to deep dive to yeah. find out who that is. And I've heard of that name before, but I don't know why he's so powerful, I guess. Exactly. So, and I mean, maybe they'll go deeper into what, what he's all about. I do know that this game is very uh, character-based. So you pick a certain type, a certain genre. Like, there's different ways to play it. Um, again, I don't, I've don't. i never played it. So, I'm wondering what they're going to do with it. If they're going to change it all, it's going to be exactly the same, like kind of Demon Souls kind of thing. Um, Especially since the, at least some of the gameplay that I've seen it is more PC-based. If they're going to push it to be on PlayStation, then the mechanics, I think it would have to change a lot. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, so that one's supposed to release um, in 2022. Yes. So we'll see how that plays out. I'm pretty sure I'm going to play it. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, so mm -hmm. I want to jump into it. But I think this was before my Star Wars fandom love, right? But I do know who Darth Raven is, so I'm like really curious to jump into this, see what it does. Some good stuff coming out with PlayStation, but let's get some inside info. I just got it on my headset here that Petite Pika is ready to join us on the podcast. I'm so excited. So excited. Not only is she a girl, and mm -hmm. nerds all know that we, you know, have trouble talking to girls. A girl. <laughs> That's just the way it is. People in general. Uh, this is going to be a different kind of, you know, conversation, I think. I think we're going to get some some major intellect, not just us three weirdos on this, this podcast. <laughs> um, so let's check if she's in. Uh, Miss Petite Pika, are you here, ma'am? I'm here. Hey guys, how's it going? There she is. Say hello. Say show. hello. 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 I meant you guys. Say hello. <laughs> so you can talk to her. You can talk to her. See, guys. that's what happens when we don't you know, talk to people. There you go. Petite Pika. All right. Well, give us a little info. Tell us about yourself. Um. So, 
you you started off that I was a big like Twitch streamer and uh, made me a little nervous because that's not the case. But I appreciate what? the compliment regardless, guys. You, you guys have so like sweet. over two thousand at this point, don't you? Followers? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty um, big. That's a lot. <laughs> All right. You know what? That's fair. I I appreciate you guys believing in me. But uh, regardless. So, yeah, I'm I'm Petite Pika. I do stream on Twitch. Um, I have loved video games for a very long time now. Uh, First game I ever played was uh, Tetris and Mm -hmm. Super Mario Bros. 3 on Mm -hmm. the original NES. Yeah. So um, and then it's just really grown from there. I've been very fortunate to uh, not only stream on Twitch, but also have some actual gaming jobs under my belt. And uh, honestly, it just, as I get older, it's just enhanced my passion of video games. So yeah, that's really me. So we have a professional nerd for the first oh! time ever on this podcast. Yeah, she's professional. Oh man, that, that's like air quotes right there, my guy. Like- <laughs> <laughs> well, compared to the company you're currently in, you are the professional here. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. We I'll are adding you it. to our resume at this yep. point. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Just know that. Yeah. That's yeah. sweet. Well, same, same. You guys are actually my first podcast. So oh, really? like this, oh. you know, yeah, you are. Um, Super so, like, honored. I appreciate wow. you guys yeah. uh, even uh, extending the invitation. You were oh. here first. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> yeah, well, thank you for being on. Um, I know we, we've been I've been following you for quite a while. And then I got to tell the guys about you as well. And then. Um, uh, what, what exactly, if you can tell us, uh, what did you do at PlayStation? Yeah, so um, PlayStation was um, one of my gaming careers, um, probably my favorite one. Um, they are just on such a big scale. Um, now, I don't want to say like, you know, I was like, you know, Sean Layden Jr. or something like that. You know, like I didn't walk on stage on at E3 or anything like that. Um, but on like a much smaller scale for such a big brand, um, there's a lot of manpower that goes into gaming, uh, not just gaming. It can be for like anything that you see in retail. Mm. Uh, but for PlayStation specifically, I was a part of a team that focuses on merchandising Every big box retailer you can think of, whether it was GameStop, whether it was Walmart, Target, Toys R Us at the time, Rip, right? But, you know, just anything like that across uh, the U.S. Canada also has a team of uh, reps. That's specifically what they're called. So I was a rep for them um, where you walk into a retail location and make sure that that everything is branded. You know, like everything has to be cohesive. They're very big on that. You know, when you think of the PlayStation logo, you like people know it like iconically, like mm-hmm. almost as if it's like the Nintendo logo, the Coca-Cola logo, stuff like that. And um, so the main focus was to make sure everything was bleeding blue, you know, the PlayStation blue, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, there was excitement drawn into retail, not only for customers or for gamers rather, um, but for employees as well. You know, like if your local PlayStation rep Mind you, like they have over 90 stores to like a, a, a certain metropolitan area, right? Like I know we're in Texas. I've covered San Antonio, Texas. I've covered Fort Worth, uh, you know, some of Dallas, stuff like that. Shout um, out San Antonio. Right, right. <laughs> no, I love San Antonio. Um, but uh, as a PlayStation rep, you want to make sure that you're providing not only that excitement, but that product knowledge for when I'm not, I wasn't there, right? For example, like you 
needed to have retail employees to be able to say like, yeah, this is what's coming out. This is the functionality of it. This is what pairs, you know, whether it's a certain controller, VR headset, stuff like that. It was very essential to make sure that any gamer that walked in with uh, the intent to purchase any PlayStation product, that they could be um, as knowledgeable, like buying that product. So that was the gist of it. More fun stuff. It, it's very logistical. It's very um, much so touching marketing. It's, you know, the point of the sale with a gamer to make sure that their experience is great. Um, but not only that, on the more like fun side, obviously, that wasn't like the day to day stuff. Um, <laughs> there'd be fun stuff like, uh, like E3, um, just demoing a VR headset, you know, seeing games before they come out. Oh, you go to the cons um, for them? Well, yeah, yeah. Um, so there was a couple shows. Uh, we, we had done a PAX South again in San Antonio. That mm. was super fun. Uh, they were showcasing Days Gone at the time. Um, the devs behind that like are just so passionate about the game. Some of them even ride uh, motorcycles. So like oh, again, wow. like like there is very passionate people uh working at playstation um but uh like again obviously e3 being bigger than pax not that pax is a small show but e3 is like kind of like the big stage of them all right if it's not like a video game awards show mm -hmm. um they would uh send their reps to be like you know the, the the front line of of seeing gamers of like hey you know you're you're gonna try this out you're gonna try this product out this is you know the innovation that they've taken with like, for example, like a VR headset. Um, their VR headset at the time, this I'm talking like maybe three years ago, four years ago, when uh, I don't know if any of you guys saw it. Do you remember the VR title Moss? It was like a little mouse and it was like a oh, yeah. storybook oh, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. game. Yeah, it really mm -hmm. did. So that game actually won like VR title of the year and it yeah. was so big to see people's reaction to that game. Um, so Moss was about a little mouse it was very storytale esque. It opened like a you know a very big fairy tale book, and it just kind of walked you through it. And that was like the premise of the game. Um, but uh, Quill, the mouse in the game, actually spoke sign language, um, and oh, super cool. it wasn't yeah. So it wasn't very heard of. So it was just a very different experience to see people that also use signing as like a or ASL like as a big way to communicate because obviously that's what fit their means. And see that representation in that game. It was just, it's it's surreal to see that in gamers, like in real time, trying it for the first time, even before the game comes out. So like, I think that's why it's very important, like at, like at the level I was at as a PlayStation rep, like to do demos, to showcase, you know, it goes beyond a trailer that you see at E3 or beyond YouTube or whatever. Like, obviously we're in the time of a pandemic, so we can't really do that right now, or they can't mm. really do that right now rather, but it's just very essential um, for not only stories like that. Like, obviously that's a lot more heartfelt. That's a lot more touching, but like even in instances where you don't see it on that big of a scale, like that's their main focus at PlayStation is just making sure that um, they're highlighting what's to come and how they're staying innovative. Yeah. So it, it sounds like you you absolutely hated your time at PlayStation. Bro, <laughs> let me tell you. I'm like, let me let me take a moment and like apologize for that long tangent. But I honestly like I cannot speak 
well enough of them. They're just, they're fan freaking tastic, dude. They're so great. Honestly, they care so much about their gamers. It's great. That's I'm awesome. so glad to hear that because I'm a, I'm a PlayStation guy and uh, I know we have some, should be. some Xboxers <laughs> in the building. Um, and so hearing Another. that PlayStation itself is like about their gamers is huge because you don't want to hear somebody who basically bullies their, their fandom, you know, yeah, like we're, sure. we grew up as nerds, you know, and now if it was to hear a company that was like not, nice to their fandom i would have been heartbroken but yeah. it's so glad to hear that sure. you had an awesome experience at playstation because i know they're awesome and everybody probably hates working at xbox so i just <laughs> Aww, i don't know I man yeah. you know like i i would i would come across some people in store like or even just you know like i'm sure you guys have gone to like a comic-con or just a gaming show mm -hmm. or packs whatever and like i i will be honest like just you know because i i don't work for i work for me right like <laughs> you know like this is just my personal opinion I'm not a huge Xbox fan, but like, I think to each their own, like it's, yeah. even right now, like fucking Twitter right now trending is like oh my God. mouse and keyboard and controller, like con know, controller huge. specifically. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's nuts, but like whatever you prefer, like gamer is a gamer. Yeah. You know, yeah, I agree. Like, agree. I just happen to love PlayStation, you know, <laughs> like you now. So, uh, the fact that console wars or pc wars or even now fucking controller wars i didn't oh. even think that would be a thing i know that's a really big thing right now i, I want to see i want to say i'm not shocked but you know here we are um nerds love so, to argue actually, yes we do that's, they that's do they do time, yeah. you know but i think i think uh it's just like one big umbrella so even if uh anyone in the room is an xbox fan it's totally fine like okay, still, no, you is... still qualify as a gamer trust me I, I like both that's the thing i've never been one to choose one over the other you so. but if you use your xbox I... only as a blu-ray player i may fucking judge you i'm just... no 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 i still or have my Netflix old ps3 let me throw that in there uh, i still play my ps3 <sighs> All right, bet, bet, bet. <laughs> if I had my PS2 still, I would still play that. I still oh, have yeah, mine, sure. actually. I still have my yeah. PS2. I actually have my PS1 still. I mean, they're all, all yeah, they're all there. You gotta set just those up. Collecting dust. Yeah. But yes, I do I'll need to set it. them up at yeah. some point in time. So, um, um, how long were you with PlayStation? I was with them for two years. Um, I did make a career jump after the fact. I probably was not my shining moment because if I could ever go back to them, I totally would. Um, but yeah, it was two amazing years like uh i saw so much and i can only imagine their tenure is insane yeah. and there are people there that have been there like since day one wow. um That's like nuts. 20 years 15 wow. years 10 years like i know someone that just had their 13th year anniversary and like they they wouldn't imagine even being with another company they just again they treat everyone so well that's funny you said that like when you said oh from day one i'm thinking like 19 yeah. you know 1920 day one was not that long ago right? in terms of like existence stuff that's that's I funny i don't know the year that they started their like merchandising team but like whenever that did start like there was people there that like you know that has been their job for like a good chunk of their life and mm -hmm. they again they they don't imagine it another way let me ask you um you got out before this whole Pandem pandemic started right i did yeah do you do you keep in touch with anybody um from your your former field that oh yeah and how, how how that affected them during that time um i do and i do know that um they fortunately were not in field um like during like the the peak of the pandemic right so 
it was uh, a very nice time for them to definitely stay safe. Um, and I would receive a couple of texts here and there like, man, I miss my stories. I miss my employees. I miss customer reactions. Oh, yeah. I miss or interactions rather. But um, which was like the main part of the job, right? Interacting with, with yeah. everybody. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question because I know there's a lot of people out there like aspiring to maybe be in the video game industry. Um, sure. So how did you come about to, I guess, fall into this field? Oh, good question. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to be very honest with you. Um, Nepotism. And it sounds <laughs> right. <laughs> it sounds very um, monotonous or just very like, I don't know, like it, the best thing I can say is be nice to everyone. And mm. I say that because um, I used to say it was luck. Um, but thinking back on it now, like, I think you should give yourself more credit, especially if you are a nice person and you're not an asshole. So I like long story short was at a specific retailer. I won't say which one because I won't out them. You can make assumptions <laughs> if you'd like. Oh, but God. I was at a certain retailer working and my old PlayStation rep at the time, the local PlayStation rep walked in. And uh, I would see him from time to time and he knew I was a big PlayStation fan. And one day I was at another job. This is years later. So maybe like I'd say two, three years later, I was at an insurance company and um, I was driving home from work and he calls me and he's like, hey, um, now mind you, he had been there for 10 years. Okay. Again, mm-hmm. huge tenure with them. And uh, I pick up and I'm like, hey, what's going on? I'm here thinking like, oh, you know, this demo's going on. Show up. You'll receive, you know, some swag or I don't know. Try a new game, something like that. And he's like, oh, hey, I uh, I just quit. I'm like what? Well, well. And I was like, I, I literally, I literally thought it was a joke and was like, oh, haha, very funny. Like, what's up, really? And he's like, no, really, I quit. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so what's up? And he's like, well, I recommended. Uh, you to my boss and I remember your time at so-and-so retailer and how much you know you really represented the brand and really endorsed the brand and loved the brand and you're very passionate about it and so I thought it would be a perfect fit so expect a call soon I was like wow. oh shit that's actually hookup. insane that is, so yeah I would not call that um, luck at all no, <laughs> no. not at Again, all on- honestly like just just be a nice person. Um, so, Jesse, like, you could never that's... get hired there. No, I know. Oh yeah. man, I'm screwed. Yeah, rip. <laughs> I, I admit it. Um, I would say more than anything, like besides that, like, like just personally, right? But professionally, do stuff that. Again, I was at a gaming real retailer, so that helped. You can do that. You can. Um, you can even work for like another like retailer would be like Best Buy or like if you're in the gaming section, uh, Dallas here has like Micro Center or like huge furniture stores that have like PlayStation sections anywhere that that's retail wise, right? right like if course. you're looking to be a dev or something like that, obviously that's a specific field and you would need to go to school for that. Um, there's different means like at a university or even like I know Google does like programming. Um, programs or you know your local college so it just really depends um even if it's something as simple as volunteering at a game show you know like PAX or oh yeah e3 like just something like you you if you are passionate and you are professional and you can keep those two 
um, in check. You know, you never want to be like overly fanboy, right? Like you have to have mm. a sense of professionalism as well to be oh, able yes, to whatever brand, whether it's, you know, again, Coca-Cola, like, you know, from San Antonio, Big Red, it doesn't matter. Like it could be PlayStation, <laughs> it could be whatever, like, you know, whatever you're passionate about, like you need to be able to be a fan, bring that passion, but also have a sense of professionalism because otherwise um, you're going to be seen as I just want to work here because I want free games and that's a no, no, don't right. do that. Yeah. You know, the work, work actually comes in with it. Um, but if you're ever in that sort of field, I promise you, you will never work a day in your life. It is so much fun. So you're probably wow. going to have to talk to people, you fellow yep, nerds that yep. are like introverts and stuff like that. You're going to have <laughs> yep, to get up. You can't just use like uh, said, in-game chat screwed, and say yeah. how, you know, you just, you know, F their mom last night or whatever <laughs> people say. So you actually got to oh, be nice like and, you know, lobby, use yeah. social interaction and shit like that. So <laughs> if you can do that, you'll be golden. So, okay. So then let's, you, you worked at PlayStation and then how did Petite Pika come about then? Okay, this is always fun too. I lo- I just love like talking about games in general. So like you guys are my new best friends. So this is so much fun. Oh, wow. yeah. um, so Petite Pika came about. Um, so that is like more known, I guess, as like my gamer tag or username or my Twitch channel. Um, but more specifically, so about five ish years ago, I was like, oh yeah, I'll try Twitch. Why the fuck not? I love video games. You know, <laughs> obviously. It's a much broader platform now. Yes. Um, but when I started my channel then, I was like, you know, what name am I going to have? I have no idea. Um, and when I was younger, I was a huge Pokemon fan. And I really like alliterations, like whether it's like JJ, SS, MM, didn't matter. And so I was just there like thinking, thinking, thinking. My original favorite Pokemon was Jigglypuff, but I could not get creative with that. <laughs> so that that died really fast. Um, but my newer favorite was always Pichu. So like the baby version of the iconic Pikachu. And so I was like, Oh, Pichu. Oh, you know what? Small Pikachu, petite Pika. And then that's just how it came about. Yeah. I love that little story. Yeah. So what does petite Pika do on Twitch? So, uh, it's mainly video games. I just had, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I'm a huge, um, taco connoisseur so we like less than a month ago did like a cooking stream um which was very fun by the way i was very drunk during the whole thing (laughs) Um, love it you should be drunk when you cook yeah right but it was such a good time uh when i'm not you know getting drunk on stream i promise there's actual you know gaming involved um (laughs) so (laughs) what are are the uh, big ticket items that you play i'd say right now like so there's the term like variety streamer um and it's like yeah like i'm a variety streamer like we play a bunch of different games here of like what's new and like i'm gonna be very honest with you that's code for we play what the fuck we want and like that's just the nice yeah. way yeah. like of how to say it you know oh, yeah that's so, preferable i think than triple like, a players and all that. right yeah. definitely um but right now i'm doing a lot of valorant uh being like the shooter from riot games those are the people that do league of legends Mm. Um, uh, Valorant was actually my first FPS on PC, uh, cause obviously, you know, being such a PlayStation fan or coming from like NES when I was younger, or like just all those consoles, um, I came from controller. And so that was a big jump. Um, but it was a very, very fun jump and I really enjoy that game. Um, I like to play with my community. 
So if it's games like uh, Jackbox games or like party games, like there's occasional story games here and there, especially like if they're new, like when the PlayStation 5 came out, we did some Spider-Man and some bug snacks, just cute stuff like that. Um, most recently, I'm playing a game called Goose Goose Duck. Um, I know for like a while, if it still isn't an era now, there wasn't an Among Us era, did that as well. Who yeah. um, <laughs> didn't do that? With Goose Goose Duck specifically, it is also a social deception game um, from Gaggle uh, Games. That team is from Canada. Um, the biggest way I can describe that game is it's what Among Us should have been, in my opinion. Hmm. Um, there is built-in prox chat. There is built-in mods or roles or however you want to you wanna call that. Like You're not there downloading like literally three apps play like a five dollar fucking game you know <laughs> yeah. um but uh goose goose duck is free on steam it's coming to mobile uh soon both on android and apple um but that is like a game right now where my community cannot get enough of it because it's literally us running around as geese like murdering each other and so the whole thing's a <laughs> fucking gag right yeah, like it it's just it's a joke but it's we're we're the jokes like we're just running around having a good time memeing about and so that's what we're mainly playing right now yeah oh yeah those are those are i think the best streams where, where you can get the community involved you get all your friends involved you you actually have legitimate fun it's not just you know you're sitting there trying to get subs yeah i think that's like the biggest thing is like that's a very big I like that you mentioned that because it's a big misconception, like even with like friends like IRL or like like just people I don't like on Facebook. Right. Like people are like, oh, you must get a lot of money from streaming. And it's like, OK, first of all, uh, <laughs> that shit barely pays my like car payment. OK, like let's get that straight. But if you're in it. She drives a for Bugatti. the money. <laughs> yeah, brawl. Imagine. <laughs> Let me. I'm about to wave to my Ford Escape in the driveway right now. Bro. God damn. <laughs> but uh, but no, like I think the biggest thing is like I never started it for money. I started it. Uh, so I did my channel five years ago. I kind of let it die because, um, I had the idea too, but like someone that I knew like in my life at that time they kind of pushed me to it and they kind of wanted me to be a cash cow and i didn't like that i didn't like certain ideas that were brought to me i just like to be myself like this like people will tell you like i'm the same person that i am on stream as i am in real life i eat just as many tacos off stream as i do on stream um <laughs> right. but uh but during the pandemic i started it because i used to do like again like going back to playstation i used to have like a lot of gamer interaction or like at comic cons like a lot of nerd interaction like just people of common interest that i didn't see anymore i didn't talk to anymore it, it broke my heart you know and I'm, I'm sure like with everyone staying home it was a huge struggle especially for if you're you know an introverted extrovert you know where like you're a gamer but you want to jump in like a party or like a discord call and talk to your friends so um i had everything to stream and uh in july july of last year i was like fuck it like i'm just gonna turn on my camera and i started with animal crossing uh new horizons <laughs> showed off my shitty little island yeah. and uh it took off from there and like i think if you if you can just have fun and just authentically be yourself and not worry about the money then like it, it'll just come to you whether it's building a community like money comes, but like, that's like, you cannot be dependent of that unless you're like, you know, a huge streamer, like 
you know, Tim the Tatman and Ninja and Dr. Lupo Mm -hmm. and, you know, people that already have an established brand. Um, But before then, you have to be mindful of like, you know, this is where you're at. And if you're there demanding subs or money or tips or bits or whatever, some sort of currency where it's not an equal exchange for your viewer or like a person of your community, it's not going to end well because people are just going to be like, I don't have the money to come say hi to this person on their channel. Well, fuck me. I guess I'm going to be over here like, you know, seeing someone else because that's not what community is. You know, like you want to be part of something that shouldn't have to cost to do that. You know, you want to pay for ad free viewing and like, emotes and supporting the, the the streamer if you can but if you can't like as a viewer you shouldn't be penalized for it for exactly definitely well we saw that we saw a bunch of um the the youtube generation that like they got rich off youtube and then when youtube changed their algorithms they were trying to find other forms of like profit and you saw yeah. like uh amanda cerny was a big one that went on to twitching and playing games and like everybody lit her up for it because she was just basically telling people like to give her ready. money yeah yeah it yeah. was crazy. Yeah. I think uh, it's definitely hard. Like if you're seeing dips, like, uh, like I know, like for, I, I mean, just off experience, like I know right now, like people are, all, people are going back to school. They're trying to go back to work. You know, thankfully people are getting vaccinated and like, you know, just trying to be safe as possible. And so people don't have as much time to be on Twitch. And so in result, it's content creators that aren't getting enough money in their eyes. Um, but it's up it like i i just feel like you shouldn't punish your community for that like i have seen people take dips and take them graciously you know you just take yeah. it on the chin yeah. you know mm-hmm. like like it's it's not even anything against the content creator usually right you know if you're if you're just being an asshole like that's not my problem right but like yeah. i can't justify that but if you are experiencing a dip and you can take it with grace and understand that that's not your community's fault. Like everyone outside of Twitch has a life, you know, off Twitch. Um, and it's it's just dependent on so many variables. But at the end of the day, you cannot reprimand your chat or your community or your viewers or your subs or whoever um, for that. You just sit there and think, you know, let me get creative and see what works whether you know you got to go get a side job so you can still be a streamer and you know make content it's hard yeah it's very very hard but at the end of the day like you have to take it upon yourself the same way that you are able to turn on the camera is the same way that you have to be responsible for your funds so you can continue to be streaming and i will say i think we have more of a bullshit meter on the on the gaming industry like you can see when somebody's real and enjoys the game mm-hmm. compared yeah. to somebody who's just streaming for views or money like yeah it's kind of yeah. necessary now yeah otherwise you're just you have to enjoy it otherwise <coughs> you're just gonna fall off anyway like, yeah it has to be that passion well twitch yeah. is no known uh no shortages of controversies uh as of late the newest one is <laughs> with the uh the hate raiders uh have you, do you have any experience yeah. with them oh yeah um so thankfully i'm like here like trying to like knock on wood or like just <laughs> yeah. you know pray to the gaming gods like please like help to not have this happen i have not personally been hate rated myself okay. um so for those who don't know like twitch you can raid into another channel from your channel and you essentially take your community or your viewers that are watching into another content creator's stream um and most of the time that's really good yeah you but with numbers. these 
Yeah, right. You boost their numbers, you know, like it helps your analytics. Mm -hmm. Um, It helps you network. It helps you to create bigger communities or like conjoin communities at times. Um, But now there's these notions of these hate raids and it's people that gather other hateful people, literally, and take those people into usually small, smaller content creators and just make their life a living fucking hell, Mm. you know, while they're streaming, while they're trying to have a good time, while they're trying to enjoy their community, you know, get that interaction in there. And then all of a sudden you look in chat and there's people, you know, saying profanities or, you know, calling you slurs or just, you know, just, just making it not a good time overall. Yeah. Um, to the point where it happens even now offline. So even if you're not streaming, yeah. you have to almost put your chat um, in like an emo only mode. So like, oh, like Twitch has like emotes that are like emojis, right? And like they can only put those little emotes in there. Um, but there have been people at times where they get hate raided offline and someone can come in there and do a hate raid say those slurs and then the content creator is punished after the fact because it was said in their chat and it comes across to twitch that oh you allowed it meanwhile like they didn't even know yeah so um i've only gotten like followers so the it's funny because twitchcon just got announced for 2022 for amsterdam amsterdam and for san diego and i saw a meme on twitter that was like oh cool like TwitchCon uh, just got announced. Me as I walk in, where the fuck is Haas? You know, so like Haas <laughs> is so Haas is the name of those like bots or yeah. those hate raiders or whatever. And so like anytime that a content creator sees Haas pop up in chat, you almost like shit yourself because you're mm-hmm. like, oh no, like how many are coming? Are like you know, are they coming to me? Are they just giving me a follow? Like what gives? You know, so you almost have to prepare yourself, yeah. and it's. It's hard because Twitch doesn't have a lot of tools at the moment to help those streamers that it happens to. Um, the only recommendation I can give is throw that bitch in emo only and like get give it a while. And like, you know, unfortunately, like if you can't handle it, if it's too big of like a raid, then unfortunately you do have to turn the camera off. And uh, it's it's sad. I know stream labs i believe if it's not stream labs um the, a tool that you can use on twitch or stream elements um has like a little shield that you can turn on uh if that ever were to happen to you but for the creators that don't use that and use another system it's very 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 difficult and it's it's just very sad to see because you can't sit there and uh have peace of mind as yeah. a streamer or as a content creator of how to not only protect your community but yourself and your channel well, I've seen it has brought at least the good aspect of the community together where they start to they've started to create bots specifically to block these 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 uh the accounts that are hate rating. Um yeah. I noticed even the the certain hate rater accounts are, are now doing a a different tag. Uh I think yes. like two or three different tags, but um, the list just uh, it just, just, list just keeps growing, yeah, and you just keep having to uh you know Put those names into the bots and that that usually helps but it, it does take a while yeah yeah and it's definitely pretty shitty too because you know like for small streamers like you were saying it kind of diminishes that drive to like want to keep pushing if you're just gonna yeah. keep dealing with that shit you know you don't want to deal with it yeah it does um i know twitch 
most recently filed a lawsuit. Um, I don't know if they fucking tracked down like Haas numero uno and was like, yo, like, you know, we're <laughs> going to Haas. court now. Like, you know, yeah, head Haas. But, you know, that's just the last I heard. Um, I just really, really, really hope that they understand the severity of it for their content creators and not, not only their content creators, but viewers, like just the Twitch community as a whole. Yeah. Um, that there needs to be some sort of tool or some sort of course of action to diminish this because it's just, it's when it, I have seen it happen and it's not a fun time. Like it, yeah. it not only breaks the community because they just, you know, they see their favorite content creator just diminished before their eyes. You know, it's, it's very discouraging. Mm -hmm. It's, um, it's sad that something like that exists. Um, but the only thing I can recommend is, you know, again, you can throw yourself in email only if you have a stream deck. Um, there are plenty of tutorials on YouTube and TikTok, believe it or not. Yes. Um, yeah, like even like just quick tutorials of like, hey, if you have a stream deck, this is what you do. If you don't have a stream deck, this is what you, you know, want to do just to better protect yourself. Again, you know, you want to be forward thinking, uh, even though the platform is letting you down like just try to protect yourself and your community the best way that you can and if it if shit happens like don't don't berate yourself for it like just yeah. know that if it's happening to you it's because you must be like a ray of sunshine that someone is trying to squash and don't let them oh yeah you must be like somebody they just really want to mess with because you're actually having a good time <laughs> yeah yeah so if they're and doing they it, it it's because you're doing something right exactly so definitely um okay we don't want to take up too much of your time i mean i know you have a stream coming up i need to prepare for i do yes i appreciate it i appreciated um, the conversation guys and you know, thank me you go on. we want to thank you for mm -hmm. coming I enjoyed on enjoyed it that was uh i hope you can come back again to um maybe do one of our other podcasts yeah definitely definitely i know you guys have more stuff to talk about but thank you for just having me and you know touching on topics uh not only about you know gaming but you know whether it's been the pandemic or you know hate raids you know okay. i just appreciate uh <laughs> oh, thank you let me go insights. on tangents and speak my mind of yeah course. definitely of course, of course. <laughs> you were the guest well you want to throw your plugs Thanks, yeah. uh yeah, out to the there. world here let, let them know where they can find you yeah of course so you can go to twitch.tv slash petite pika that's with two h's at the end so it's like you're yelling petite pika you know kind of thing. <laughs> um same same thing on twitter same thing on uh insta uh same thing on uh is that it? I'm like, is that all the fucking social media? <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. We have a, or I have a Discord community if you want to join that as well. Anyone is more than welcome to stop by as long as you're not an asshole or your name has Haas in it. Yep. Um, but again, I just love to play random community games. So if you just need a place to um, hang out, if you're ever having a bad day and you want a quick laugh, you can definitely stop by. Well, you've got three lifelong followers over here, mm -hmm. ma'am. Aw, thanks, guys. Thanks that's for joining. Fuwomp, love it. You made this. A ray of sunshine on our end. Aww. So that was great. Don't Thank say that you. too loud because then, you know, maybe we'll get hit, hate rated. Hopefully not, oh, right? God. <laughs> they, they, they tuned in somehow and they're, gonna, they're coming for you. Oh. Right? They found it. But uh, thank you so much, guys. I appreciate the time. All right, Pika. We'll talk to you later. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. I don't know why I waved. <laughs> you did just wave. That's yeah, funny, right? That was, I mean, I guess I was, she was on, you know, we she saw could see her me. on the on the. She could yeah, see you, yeah, because I need a bigger camera. Well, that was Petite Pika, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you enjoyed that. Hopefully, we can bring out some uh, other guests throughout the course of our pod careers. Um, all right, so let's jump into what if episode. What episode is? Or what episode are we on? Seven. 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 Two more to go. Uh, the what if Thor was an only child?
what if Thor was an only child? Though I, I, I do believe that Nexus point is actually if what if Loki wasn't a runt? Because that was literally the only reason he was abandoned and picked up by Odin. Well, nothing changed. He was still a runt. Yeah. Right. Oh, he was a giant. He was as big as the other. Oh, he did become a giant. Yeah. Right. And I think okay. So okay. So we go into that Odin gave back Loki. He right. Never, yeah. He never picked him up. No. He never picked him up. He never picked him up. He just no. left him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that's the nexus point. That's yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, that that's lo- what you're that. saying. So that's what became Thor being an only child, quote unquote, because, you know, Hela's still wherever Hela is. Hidden she is. away, right? <laughs> She's still in Hela. Okay, so in essence, when you're an only child, <laughs> you're a little bit of a spoiled brat. I would <laughs> I know. Think that's really, I would know too. I'm an only child. Yeah, you. Not you. No, Consopolis. I'm a middle child. Yeah, you're yes. a middle, and that's why you're a hateful vengeance. <laughs> that's why I take care of everybody, <laughs> and I'm fucking bitter about it, all right? <laughs> I think bitter was the right word in there. Yes. A little bit of a nerve there. <laughs> I wear that shirt. I don't care. I'm bitter. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, so Thor's an only child, right? And so we learn that Odin's going into his big sleep, yep. and then um, uh, Thor's mom is like, hey, okay, now he's asleep. I'm going to go hang out with my sisters. Thor, you need to study. And Thor's like, oh, mom, I don't want to study, it's right? a little girl's trip. Yeah. So Thor apparently is a bit of a party animal, and Thor decides we need to go somewhere that Heimdall can't see, and nobody's going to check, and some backwater planet. And, of course, mm. what is that? Earth. We're so behind the times <laughs> of oh. the rest of the universe. Yes. Uh, and so Thor transports himself and his buddies to Earth. And yep. they send an out call to the, the rest of the galaxy. There's a party on Earth coming over. And everybody and their mother in the galaxy handbook or yep. phone book arrive for, for the party. A lot of people there. It, it definitely had a lot of plot holes in the sense of you oh, know, this yes. character shouldn't be here. Yeah. But. It's one of those party episodes, so you say, fuck it, why not? Yeah, I, I thought it was a very, enjoy- a very fun, enjoyable It was episode. a big difference compared to the rest yeah, where everyone was pretty <laughs> oh, much major. dying and everything was just complete shit. But, you know, we had a little, had a little fun. Well, you know, for me, it was very different <laughs> because <laughs> uh, just to give some context here, I had watched the first episode of Visions, so I had watched it on Japanese. Oh, okay. And so when I went to go watch What If, I forgot to change it back. <laughs> so you and saw so, Party okay. Thor yeah, in so Japanese. I, I was looking at my phone when I started it. And as soon as it started going, I heard a bunch of Japanese. all like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and so I thought I was watching Vision. That's Visions. funny. And uh, it was actually pretty enjoyable watching in Japanese. I, I watched bet, the whole yeah. episode. It was pretty funny. Actually, the like the mannerisms and the the way they talk to each other, it kind of added a little more humor to they, it. Yeah, they, they match yeah. it up. For <laughs> and a uh, little, little tidbit for anybody that's a Naruto fan out there. The Grandmaster... In his few little scenes, mm-hmm. he is the voice actor for him is the voice actor who voices Jiraiya from Naruto. Oh, oh shit. wow! Furby so, Sage, nice. And uh, I caught it. I was like, that sounds just like I watched. <laughs> That's funny. That's awesome. But no, it was it was a lot of people didn't like it, but it I was didn't. definitely if you didn't like it. Okay, it's not that I didn't like it. There was no depth in this. You could clearly tell it was, it just was a pure filler fun. episode. Yeah. Yes. It was just a fun clearly. episode. And I meant usually filler episodes, they're annoying as hell. But if it's yeah. just one in the whole sequence of events, I mean, I, I, I'm all for it. I think this was just a way to bring in every single alien character onto Earth <laughs> and get their two lines in. I mean, everybody and their mom was here. Everybody yeah. returned, pretty much everybody, except, you know, Jeremy Drax and uh, uh, who didn't. 
I'm yeah, I'm trying to think of who didn't come. I didn't see Star Lord. Star Lord no, wasn't there. He was not. But we had Gamora. We had uh, no. We had Gamora. We had Nebula. We had Rocket. We didn't have Groot and Gamora. I thought I saw Gamora. No. No. Okay. Maybe not. No. Uh, there's probably another green chick there, but no. But we had <laughs> uh, we had the the Grand Master and Jeff Goldblum. He was there. Yeah, we had and his um, attendant Topaz. The his, scrolls yeah. were there. I mean, even Thor was like, "Do me next," and they all changed their faces just to just change him, it. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, you're so attractive." <laughs> but yeah, it we had it was literally Thor, Thor Ragnarok, and um, you know some some other other favorites from the Guardians of the Galaxy. Everybody returned. Um, you know, Chris Hemsworth, uh, Natalie Portman as Jane Foster, Kat Dennings as Darcy, even Sam Jackson as Nick Fury for the one line he had before he got yeeted by Korg. <laughs> <laughs> they even and, had a, what's the, Surter. Surter, yeah. yeah. He, uh, Mr. Krabs himself came back for, just to hit on the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, yeah why not? <laughs> I don't know what he was drunk on, but I want uh, some of that. <laughs> <laughs> so we had Jane Foster, played by Natalie Portman, mm-hmm. who who... Came in and she's like, hey, an alien invasion is about to happen. And the government does not listen to her. And Thor comes, hits, and they make it look like it's going to be this, like, Thor's an asshole and is going to destroy Earth. And he's like, we're going to have a party. You know, it's like he comes (laughs) in and they're like, what? And everybody ends up loving him. And the world just lets it happen. Pretty much. They kind of just join in. And he has the party on several continents. And so... Jane Foster is kind of still up at arms about it. And she's like, I'm going to make first contact. And um, Darcy's like, yeah, no, you're not. Everybody's already made contact with him. Like, (laughs) what are you talking about? So hinting already at that little relationship that Thor and Jane Foster have. Um, So the partying happens. And then um, Maria Hill contacts Jane and is like, hey, you were the first one. Come with us. Like, more serious. You think some shit's going to happen? Yeah, because she's acting director since... Fury's unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doing a cannonball. And, and so uh, Maria Hill pulls out the 1990s beeper pager and calls Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel to come save the day, quote unquote. I mean, there there really isn't any sign of um of stress distress yeah. yet. Uh, but Jane Foster finds out that the last planet that Thor had gone to party on got destroyed. destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> So we Which, finally see some like some depth, some maybe some bad can come from this. I guess if if they're just completely partying, the entire planet is partying, shit gets broken. <laughs> I guess that was pretty much it. it was like that was the, yeah. The place they went to was just left them. And and Hill like was really party. up in arms about it. Yeah. Well, we did find out that he said, Thor says that it was not his fault. That it was already gonna die. Yeah. And like oh, people they just are, were evacuated. It along, yeah. It, it, yeah like, so it was a big going away party. So like there's really is no threat. No. Um. So again, remember filler, nothing happens in this this episode. So they find out, Jane tries to stop it, it's not working. So what do you do when a frat boy gone awry? Uh, call mommy. You call mommy, <laughs> mommy. right? <laughs> so um, they end up getting a hold of Thor's mom and she's like, what are you talking about? And Thor's, she, they tell her that Thor's on Earth and she's all pissed off, tells her sister she's got to leave. And then she contacts Thor through Heimdall, right? And mm-hmm. Thor's like, oh, shit, you called my mom. <laughs> no, cool, bro. Yeah. He's like, hey, everybody help me clean up. And everybody's like, nah, nah. we out. <laughs> yeah. So Thor has to summon all the power of the gods. <laughs> just to yell at them. Just to, to yell at them to, to come clean up, right? <laughs> and so he tells mommy, no, it's a study group, mom, I swear, you know, like. And mom's like, yeah, okay, well, then I want to see this study group. So she starts flying to earth, right? 
And normally minutes. that takes, you know, split nanoseconds, but for plot armor, mm -hmm. couldn't miss it in this one. Yeah, it, takes it takes a little hours. bit longer. Yeah. Time. Exactly. And so Thor finally gets everybody to like help out and clean up. And it's funny seeing them all make their little moves and how they help. And then they put the Statue of Liberty back together. They <laughs> fix um, um, Monument the, Park. and uh, Yeah, they get the icicles off the yeah. Mount, Mount Rushmore. <laughs> yeah. So mom shows up and then Thor has convinced everybody to sit in front of a chalkboard like he's teaching them. <laughs> oh, mother, it's you. You're here. She's like, hmm. <laughs> then he summons Milnir and he's it's covered in graffiti. And Mardi Gras and beads. Mardi Gras uh, beads, underwear. a bra. Underwear, yeah. Underwear. I will say yeah. before this happened, we did get a pretty epic fight between him and Captain Marvel. Yes. I, yes. I will say nice that was pretty cool. That's the kind of fight I was hoping to see when they were kind of standing down on each other in uh, Infinity War, but we never got that. Now we got a little bit of a smile and a chuckle. Yes, before. Whatever. But uh, it, it is weird to see them fighting, given how OP they both are. Oh, yeah. Ridiculous. That's why neither <laughs> of them have a scratch. They're yeah. literally knocking themselves into different continents. Like they're yes. hitting them, going to different continents, coming back and fighting without a scratch. And it's like, this could have gone on forever. Oh, yes. And that's what led up to, well, let's call mom, right? And of course, mom fixes everything. And mom, mom is not the same mom as, as she doesn't feel like the same mom like in the MCU. She, uh, she's a little more rough, at least with Thor. I guess having to deal with just Thor, she's not as motherly as she was when she had Loki as well. I did not get that. I got she oh. was more laid back. That's why yeah. she got with the sister. Because laid back, she like, I should say. Yeah, yeah she she's more hands-on when it comes she to Loki. She flicked Odin and was like, oh, thank oh, you. I can go hang yeah, out with my sisters, exactly, right? Yeah. And, and I guess when it came, if she had, when she had Loki, she was having to intervene between Loki yes, and yes, Odin yeah. all the time. And this Loki time, and Thor, the and... nanny was raising Thor, which exactly. is Heimdall, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. So, okay, so then we see it and then Milnir comes and we see it's all tagged up. And so she realizes that Thor was lying and oh, bam, 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 right? We go yeah. into, you know, 90s sitcom where you stare at the, stare at the, the camera and you're like, oh, geez, that's you know? Track yeah, exactly. that track would have been great. There. But that, that's how it played out the whole thing. It was kind of like an, um, an 80s movie, like, oh, mom, the parents are coming back, clean up the house kind of thing. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead exactly. kind of thing, right? Or, uh, you know, Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's perfect. the one. Ferris yeah. Bueller, that's the big one, yes. Yeah, and so it, there wasn't much to this episode at all. No, no. And so I think they realized that and they were like, what can we do? Because all of these shows have major fuck you cliffhangers. Mm -hmm. How do we do that in this one? And then it just feels like they threw everything in the book. I will say uh, there were there were notable absences. Captain America was not in this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Iron Man was not in this. Hawkeye was not in this. Hulk was not in this. Mm -hmm. Like the big Avengers mm -hmm. are not in this episode. And yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, that, that makes it seem like this world hasn't activated the Avengers yet, or a lot, a lot of them are not. They haven't been gathered yet. But Thor is on Earth. Yeah, for some did, reason. I, I, <laughs> I felt like the Hulk would probably have been in that time frame. At because least, yeah, the Hulk. Yeah. No, no uh, Black Widow either. So are right. Barton and Natasha off? Like maybe Iron Man hadn't been created yet. I can buy that. When was Thor in the timeline of the cinematic universe? It was, it was after, after Iron Man, Iron Man after, right? Yeah. So Iron Man would have been around. Rhodey would have been around. Like, yeah. why are they not involved in this? That's what I didn't get. Mm -hmm. And I really think it was more of a, we don't want to deal with it, so let's not put them in there because that would create controversy because, yeah. of course, Tony Stark doesn't want to yeah. save the, the planet, stop <laughs> him. Wouldn't That ego, can you imagine the two egos at that point oh, in time? Oh, well. It would have been huge. I think the overall, it was just to get Thor into this uh, upcoming catastrophe that's, that's uh, appeared. Yeah. 
And then here's the big plot hole for me. So at the end of it, we see the big bad because they had to throw one in at the end for a cliffhanger. And it shows up and it's um, Ultron. In Vision's... No, no, no. No, no, But first, he has the Infinity Stones. stones. He's got all Infinity Stones. And then it opens the lid or the head and we see it's Vision. So for one, Vision was created by Thor with the Mind Stone. Mm -hmm. He was helped along. So how do how do we have a vision off planet without Tony Stark creating vision and without Milner lighting the way for vision to come alive? I think that was needed once Ultron was disconnected because uh, vision was Ultron's vision of his uh, perfect form. So when if he wasn't taken away and he was he was able to transfer his consciousness into vision, then it's not vision at all. It's Ultron in the vision suit. But I'm saying we didn't get vision till after Thor came to Earth. Yeah. In that timeline. So oh. how is their vision? You have well, to use right. that coffin thing, right? To make yeah, you make yeah. yeah. You're right. So this this Ultron or this vision body Ultron is um from a different timeline. So a different timeline showed different up in multiverse. a different time different so multiverse. He went to a different... Showed up in a different multiverse just to fuck it up. Yes. Cause uh, the, th- the going theory is that this is uh Ultron in a vision body from a universe where he succeeded. He completely destroyed Earth, and now he's on a rampage. Because he had the Mind Stone, he was able to find the other Infinity Stones, so he's now literally the most powerful being in the universe. And like Kang the Conqueror, he realized there are other versions of worlds that he doesn't control, so he's going to control them. Take a dive with me down the rabbit hole on this one, okay? (laughs) Okay. So what if this was a quote-unquote throwaway episode, Mm -hmm. but we really just got introduced to the big bad of what if. Oh, absolutely. Because if you look at the other big bads, they're semi-good characters that we still want. Doctor Strange is evil. Mm-hmm. We have Loki. We have Killmonger. Yep. All yeah. that are semi-decent bad guys who have like a, just an altered mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, So what Mystic. if all of these multiverses have to be brought together to defeat this Ultron vision? You know I what I'm saying? That. I mean, because you don't just give someone... Oh, Infinity Stones. Yeah, that was reason. huge. Yeah, no. He's definitely the big bad. And um, this is the case where even the Watcher was blindsided by it. He's like, oh, love conquers on. And then uh, Ultron Vision appears. He's like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so this really may be that. it. Yeah. This may be it. We have two more episodes? One more episode? Two more. Two, two more episodes. Two more this may be. The wrap up here. Yeah, two part episode. This might be we, it. It'd be interesting to we see go into it. Goes. And they had to give him Thor and Captain Marvel mm-hmm. to be like, you have any shot. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You're going to need the big OP people. Yeah. Which we would still have Hulk because Hulk yes. technically yes. wasn't shown dead. We don't know about that. Uh, the rest are all dead. I'm going to even say Natasha's dead from the zombies one. Or not the zombies one. The Hank Pym one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I yes. want to say that. She died there. Unless she survived, like they said, the zombie one. Was she in the zombie one? Exactly. She didn't show no, up at all in either there. zombie form or regular form, so That's she true, might have survived. True. I don't think they're going to pull from ones that weren't seen in there. So like this one where, where Thor is the, the partier. They didn't show Iron Man. They didn't show Cap because I think they want to leave them out. I think mm. they're really trying to move away from what the old Avengers were to the new ones because look at who they have on the new ones. Yeah. They're trying to bring in this new generation, right? Yeah. And so these other characters are who they're trying to highlight now. And I think we may start to see it in this. I mean, of course, we have we have uh, Doctor Strange who still has contracts. We have Loki who still has contracts and the show. Mm-hmm. We have Spider-Man. We have, we have all those, those new characters that we're trying to push into the Marvel Cinematic Universe past Cap and Iron Man. Yeah. And so this may be the intro into it 
I, I hope so. It, you heard it, it first here. <laughs> I hope it is because it, it's it's setting up to be pretty interesting, and especially if that threat is so big that other heroes that have to be pulled in just to just deal with it. I'm super excited. Yeah. Like this episode was not much for me, but if that big bad is the big bad, mm. that is going to be something epic to watch. And I think they can do so much more on animation than they could in a a live action unfortunately sure. yeah so i think that's going to be i'm actually okay with it being animated oh, in a yeah. sense i think that's going to be a lot of fun to watch to a point i still want to see it live action <laughs> oh i mean yeah of course but i mean there's a lot of things you can do in animation you yeah of course. Transfer right, right, right. i agree yeah i still like but i think now i want to ask, ask this do you think ultron would be more powerful than thanos with all infinity stones I don't know. Uh, I think Ultron is limited in the in the stance of artificial intelligence. Uh, I think well, his artificial intelligence stems from the Mind Stone, or whatever underlying AI or mind that exists within that. But they still can't comprehend everything. Like there's sometimes where they're yeah. like, "Yeah, I don't understand the feelings you have in this point. I don't understand this yeah, kind of true. stuff." He's very so we robot. saw that in in Visions, uh, zombies, right? We saw yeah. it where he's like, "I'm not." I understand how you can be upset, but I just couldn't do it. Like so, That's true. there's some things the AI just isn't gonna fathom, like a human brain would. So I think he's limited in a stance, mm-hmm. but I also think he's more gruesome, to where he doesn't have the the moral factor. Maybe won't even at all face him. Yeah, compared to where Thanos did it with the idea of help life thrive, to where Ultron is like, no, life is dumb. Y'all have. He wants everything to be restarted. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there's no reason for you to be alive, so let yeah. me kill you. And you can't... I don't think even the most sick of minds can be that demented. To a point, you're, you're going to be stopped. Something's going to have moral compass where it's going to hit you in the back of your head. You may not act on it, but it's going to be there. Yeah. And I think with the AI, it and wouldn't be there. Yeah, that's the way to be, be yeah. negative. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a more darker episode. I don't know. They've had some dark ones, uh, but this last one was pretty lighthearted, except for that ending, which <laughs> yeah. was so weird. So we'll see where it goes. I mean, it's it's interesting for sure. I hope they tie it all together. If they don't, that's a big uh, fuck you big from X and Jet from what if? Yeah, it's gonna be huge. But hopefully, you stay along with us on this journey as we continue down in the last two episodes of What If. Oh, I can't wait to jump into Visions. That's oh uh, gonna be a lot more coming as as we continue on to the Fuamp podcast if you will okay so um let's rate this last one i'm gonna go because it started off you know eh, but it went to you know great at the end right yeah. i'm just making this shit up as we go along uh, ladies and gentlemen uh, these things have no merit it's like whose line is it anyway the you know great show points mean nothing and nobody wins like whatever it's <laughs> so, so if you buy it great take a drink of it if you don't just have a seat and listen up so more to come we actually have some great things coming we're gonna have a second podcast Ooh. releasing woo, woo, woo. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> right going into it we're gonna be diving into our old nostalgia movies that we know and love be on the lookout for our october releases super excited super excited about it yeah it's gonna be great we're gonna have some new changes so uh if you're excited about it go ahead and drop a like everywhere you're at instagram Facebook, YouTube. We're going to be trying to implement a video standpoint as we go along. We want to try and push this out as much as we can. Uh, to you 150 listeners that we have, <laughs> thanks to you. This one's dedicated to you. You know, We, yep. we love you all. We, we wouldn't you. be here without you. Actually, we would. It wouldn't matter. But 
We love that you're listening. <laughs> because okay. we just be talking to ourselves and recording compliment. it. Yes. <laughs> so I'm so glad you're listening to us, but understand that we're we're just that weird. We'd be doing it anyway. But honestly, we're glad you're here with us on this journey. We hope you we want to get more interaction from you guys. So yes. maybe in the future we get somebody on the podcast help out, you know, call in, stuff like that. It'd be great. Mm-hmm. So if you have any suggestions, comments, or concerns, please throw them in the in the comments sections. Love every second of this. It's been so much fun. Mm-hmm. And we hope to continue this journey down to Fuamp Lane. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but for right now, we're going to go ahead and call it quits. want to say thanks to Petite Pika for joining us today. Go follow her page. Tell her we sent you so she can have proof that people listen to us. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Ian, go ahead and say bye to the fans. Bye, everybody. And Jesse, bye to the fans. Bye to the fans. Bye to the fans. Bye to the fans. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll go ahead and check you next time. I'm Johnny Drama. Peace.